the Hello Wonderful podcast, where we listen to awesome narratives from real humans from the queer community. Yes, real humans. Here's the host, me, Dr. Terry Darnax ID. darling wonderful people we are going to hear an interview that i did with maxime jazz they are the author of the book fall which i really absolutely adore it is an mm romance you can find it on amazon and pretty much anywhere you can buy fiction books from Um, but i know amazon is the most popular so listen up pay attention and i hope you enjoy thanks so much for joining me sure but have you been on a podcast before i was a radio host oh you were where were you a <laughs> yeah. radio host oh so you're yeah, used to for it years. it was um uh long, like when i was younger so 20 odd years ago i worked at a radio station for as a volunteer oh yeah so yeah we did some um civil stuff you know talk about oh, animal yeah. rights um drug use very, yeah, very stuff cool. like that. Mm. Very, very cool. Where, like, where? Which, which country? Because I'm I, assuming I, you've you've lived in different places, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Quite a lot of them. Um, I live in Hungary now. Right. So quite close to to Ukraine. To oh Hungary. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you? How are you doing? It's um doesn't affect us so much on on here where i live because i live near the capital city but i'm i'm in the countryside um we had friends who were supposed to come but they they can't join us they had to stop because they're afraid of being shot you know right so i'm i'm keeping sort of you know the communication channels open and if they if they manage to to come then then i'm i'm sort of welcoming them here although you know Mm -hmm. We need we need to then find them some space, but um they they're not um confident leaving where they are now. So yeah, uh it affects us we in in many other ways. You know we have to, we we're donating stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It's in the everyday news. Our currency is sort of going down. So um it's pretty stressful times. But um yeah. it's business as usual. We have to go to work. We you know we drive the kids to school. So <laughs> yeah, life doesn't stop. Yeah. So yeah, right now it's Hungary before I lived in France. Um spent my childhood in Algeria. So yeah. <laughs> you've been you've been all over the place. Uh, a bit, yeah. You I read your book. Um oh, did that you? A, yeah, that was a big thing. I cried like a baby. <laughs> oh, by the man. Way. oh yeah, I cried. You're so I um I have a do one of my bachelor's degrees from, from university is in literature. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm definitely a reader and I love I love reading. I love lit and I I love I mean I love linguistics. I I love I love I love a lot about your book and um okay. and I oh my gosh, I cried. And I had some issues with the reviews because mm-hmm. I could kind of see where some of the reviews came from. Like yeah. um I could kind of tell where they were coming from. Like I was like, yeah. "Okay, well, well, this person was reading it from this like side of it and didn't finish yeah. it and I was like but I read it from from my from my side of it like you yeah. know from from you know my my background and and I yeah. read it and I it, it took me a while to read it it's a long book and I read yeah. fast 
but I, I didn't need to read it. I read it like, mm-hmm. you know, I took my time with it and I kept telling, you know, I'm, I'm queer, bisexual and, and I'm married to a man. Mm-hmm. And, and I told my husband, I was like, I haven't, he goes, you haven't been involved in a book, like really wanted to read. Like I've read, I read so much, but I don't really talk about what I read. I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. This is okay. And he's like, you haven't loved a book in a long time. Oh, and wow. I was telling so many people, like um, people at work who like read, read a lot of, mm-hmm. um, you know, they read romance books. They wear, they yeah. read like, you know, erotica. They read, but yeah. I didn't consider this an erotic book, mm-hmm. um, which is, which was your argument. And um, yeah. I think. I, I considered it this, you know, a a, a queer MM romance mm. book, mm. and and it had so much development in it, mm. and it was just so, it was so good. You had you were you're such a great storyteller. Oh wow! You need, okay. you, need you need to write another one. <laughs> oh, I have written a lot. Like <laughs> honestly, um, so be. W- you know what people don't know and and that, that was in the reviews right so if you if right. you read all, all my reviews I there, did there, yeah there I, I read of... I read quite a few of them and and I noticed like the people in Australia gave you quite a few great reviews and I could tell yeah. it was it was a lot about the language yeah yeah it was the so British prose there are you know the the thing is with with fault is that um it polarizes people so you have people who will be very enthusiastic about it and they loved it and then they don't mm-hmm. they don't necessarily write reviews so you know I had feedback from from uh, people who don't leave reviews on Goodreads or anywhere else <laughs> for various reasons but they said oh my god you know I love this and and I have very invested I got two um very invested beta readers out of of loving my writing but the writing is I mean I'm I'm you know I'm not 20 so <laughs> my yeah. writing my writing is old-fashioned in a way I am very um so I am I am queer I'm bi and I live with a man so I think we have a lot of common yeah on we that. do we do have a lot <laughs> in common the the thing behind the, the the book is that I I I write in third person I write omni I write multi uh POV so that those are things which will not click with people who read uh you know alternated first person POV romance books um right the other thing about it is that I I wasn't on the writing community social media before I wrote Fall before I started writing at all in 2019 because I I sort of had this big you know pause in my writing between university so I have a master's in in lang- language and literature and I spent all my life uh, teaching in schools so. yeah <laughs> and being an upper so I'm still in education but I'm I'm not in the classroom anymore and then. I, I never had these influences on what you should write or what you shouldn't write. Um, that's how the book basically, uh, when I write, so I just write whatever I see in my head and I see this as a movie, right? So I'm a total pantser. I never plan anything. And then what happens is I have a first scene and then from that first scene, the story will evolve mm-hmm. as, the, as the people, you know, as long as the characters play. And then when I finished fall, I said, well, you know, this book is finished now. I need to go on uh, <laughs> social media to right. advertise or start gathering people. I had right. no clue about anything. And then I went onto social media and I read all this, uh, how to call this, genre guidelines, whatever that, you know, this, all these writing advices. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, I wrote a book which is completely out of everything. <laughs> right. But... I'm I'm a big reader of rules and then I'm a big breaker of rules. So I read everything and I said, you know, just 
F it, I'm still gonna publish fall as it is <laughs> because um, <laughs> because I can't I can't conform to 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 stuff. So I read uh, I read MM Romance. I, I know what MM Romance is on the market, and I'm very you know I'm respectful of every kind of writing and writers. And if you write to market, then there is a market for that kind of MM Romance that people mm-hmm. are writing in bulk. Um, but that's not what I write. And then people assume Fall is my first book because people assume that I write and then I publish. Um, but right now I have six books finished. So so Fall is definitely not my first book, uh, but it's the first one that got out because that's the first where I typed the end. So yeah, it is It is an interesting um, book. And I'm, yeah, I'm pretty flustered. Well, I, well, I want to read more because mm-hmm. that, it was just so good. It really was. Yeah. It was just so good. The storytelling was just, it was great. And, and it was like, I mean, you just could feel the love between the characters. Mm. And that's yeah. the thing is like, um, I actually hadn't read. So I'd read, um, I'd read books with MM romance in it, like, mm. and wasn't actually like dedicated to MM romance. Like mm. it was like, I'd read, um, like reverse harem that had like multiple layers of romance in it mm-hmm. so it had mm in it mm-hmm. but it it didn't have just the mm in it and then mm-hmm. so i was like you know i i'm sure i'll probably like this book and then i i and and i and i read it and it was so it's interesting that people won't read that type of romance that mm-hmm. they'll have this reaction to it like especially pe- people who aren't queer people who are queer mm-hmm. people are like i'll read this book like they they won't have a problem with it. It's mm-hmm. usually the queer community who'll read it, yeah. you know, because like we're definitely more open. Yeah, we're more open to it. So I mentioned this to my <laughs> my sister-in-law. <laughs> I mentioned this to my sister-in-law, who is like definitely straight. I told her she was like, "Well, what book is it?" And I told her this book. Well, what's it about? And I told her she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, mm-hmm. no." I'm like, you know, you like it. I was like, you you'd. You won't even try it. Like, mm-hmm. like it's like you have no idea. Like, I had this um, talk of um, with someone who um, who was on one of my most recent podcasts, mm-hmm. and we were talking about the um, the queer versus straight lifestyle, mm-hmm. and it was um, here here in the states. Yeah, and it's one of those um, the idea of, and it's different, obviously, because you're in Hungary. But here, yeah. it was it's more of that idea of like, like it just based it on from what you read, right? Mm. Let's just like keep it like really contained, and it's the idea of like just keeping yourself in a box, mm. and like not being open to different ideas, mm-hmm. and it's and it's not, and it has nothing to do with your your sexuality. Mm or sexual orientation it has the Mm. idea of like you're you're just not like the idea of like not being open to other people's sexual orientation even yeah yeah like that um, idea but you know i i have this with my brother (laughs) and i love him uh but um so when i i finished fall and i i was stuck because my husband wouldn't read read it he was he's like he has this weird block blockage with you know reading anything from from me (laughs) And um, so I said, you won't read it. So who who's going to read? Because I can't tell people I'm writing a book. My friends, you know, don't know. And my ex-colleagues don't know, obviously. And then I, I called my brother and said, I know, you know, you're not into, he's, he's borderline. When I, when I gave him fall, he was borderline, you know, anti-gay and homophobic. And, 
a lot a lot of baggage there but he's he's a, he's a nice guy and I said I know you're an asshole about gays but can you read my book and he's like you wrote the book you know and he's like yeah yeah I wrote a book and I, I trust you not to tell everybody I wrote I wrote a book, but I I value your opinion and please read it. And and he went away and he re- he said I'm gonna read it because you know you were asking for it, but if I don't like it, I'm I'm it's gonna be a DNF. And I said that's fine. And he completely changed in a lot of things. First of all, he loved it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like. Well, I, I don't, you know, I, I never really wanted to 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 do anything with with um, gays or, or reading about gay sex or anything. But he's like, but this book is is just beyond that. So it's not you don't you don't even think about in a way. And he's straight as an arrow, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least that's what he thinks. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I always give the benefit of the doubt, you know. Right. Um, but it, it was a success with him. And so I said, well, if you as a straight, borderline homophobic person enjoy the book, maybe I can publish this. <laughs> After. Yeah. Um, it's very different now because he's obviously, he's still reading everything I sent him, but he's a very slow reader. And in the meantime, I got beta readers who are, one of them is um, is straight, but she's an academic, right? She's an ex-university mm-hmm. lecturer. So Susan's my liter- literature check. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it good enough? And I have Con, who is a gay man, and he's like, um, he's invested, like he's he's a huge, you know, fan of my books, but he also is a very good critic. It's good to have people like that. I think it's really yeah. great to have people yeah. like that. And it's definitely less expensive than sending it to a like a an, yeah. an editing house because you're 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 self publishing, right? So yes. I mean, it's it's so expensive to do that. It is big a big job because it's a second job because <laughs> it is a new job. Um, so, you know, I'm in upper management in, in, in an educational firm. So <laughs> a it lot is. of it. I have a big, I have a big day job and then um, you have to squeeze in the writing and the, the promotion of your, your stuff and all the social media presence. And, and I have a family. So <laughs> squeezing in the, you know, the time when, 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 when you can before, after work, it depends. I can write only when inspiration is on, you know, when the film is on. So I can't sit down and say, I'm going to write 500 words today because if my characters say, you know, F you today, we're not playing. (laughs) So sometimes I got a project that I started writing and then the characters just said today, you know, we're stopping and then who knows where we're going to pick it up. And Mm -hmm. I have a project like this. I stopped it and I I could only pick it up a year later. And it's a good thing I have other projects birthing in my head because otherwise I would be running dry. And but still, sometimes I run dry when nobody plays. (laughs) Right, exactly. So, but when they play, when they do play, and they play out, you know, the scenes, then I have to, I have to squeeze in the writing because it needs to come out. Uh, and I desperately wanted to finish work days like this. Like, come on, you know, looking at the clock, I need to write. <laughs> I have people who who read fall, and then you know they see they see me sort of sharing. I, I'm in a couple of threads where where I share about you know snippets. And it's not a not a uh, the kind of story that everybody will read. So I got this very nice um, private message from one of my readers, who is also an author <laughs> friend, who said, "I I really hope I'm not going to lose you as a friend." And I said, "Okay, this starts very. <laughs> we can uh, talk about it. <laughs> I'm not going to read your master slave story because this is something I can't. You know, I, I personally cannot. Oh, I like I like master I like master slave stories. So, so you know, you I like have, it, and you will probably yeah, like, like it. Like it. Um, but oh, yeah. she was. <laughs> She was so mortified. She said, 
um, I'm, I have to tell you, I'm not going to read your book. And I, I, she thought she's going to lose me on this. So one thing, you know, I'm never going to do or anything is, is have this revenge. Well, you're not my friend anymore type of stuff. Um, but she sort of thought that if she confesses, I'm, I'm gonna, just going to, you know, block her and keep her out of my life. And what, you know, it's not how life works. So <laughs> no, that's not how it works. I mean, people yeah, don't have can... to read, people don't have to read all your books. I mean, I have had um, authors where, you know, I might like one book and I try mm. to read the other books mm. and they're just not a good fit, but I do try them. I'm like, I'm, I'm very loyal. So like, I'll always try their other books. Um, I did great. And, and, you know, I, I ultimately, what I said is, is if, if, even if I'm not read by like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, I still have, I, I start having this readership audience, people who gravitate towards my style and, and the way that the books make, you know, make them cry. As guaranteed, I mean, my beaters cried their guts out on the room and stuff. But I do owe you an official review, and your Amazon is in need of it. Yes. So badly. I would actually... And uh, it's very complex. Yeah, you. you yeah. I, think, I think it shows when you're queer that in your writing that there is a moment when you realize you're not straight, and I think that comes at a moment when your hormones are raging or maybe earlier, uh, or you realize when you're a kid that you, you want to play with the boys and you want to be a boy. I think so. And I then there so. is, the, yeah. And then there is this whole. Well, when, when we grew up, I mean, there, there wasn't internet, you know, to go there as a as a teenager and and Google. Why am I? Is it is it, you know, normal to be attracted to the same gender? And what what happens is that I certainly ended up because I was brought up Catholic, and I think you know that shows. I only think probably that shows in fall from my personal experience is this dread of ending up in hell and being the conditioned with catholic religion um and um i was brought up in a very homophobic environment and mm-hmm. i was already attracted to girls at that time too you know so mm-hmm. <laughs> for me for me it was always well i couldn't check if this exists and people always said gays you know go to hell so i was okay but um i think i'm gay <laughs> but it was inside my head right Right. And then you don't know. Um, then there's this whole, uh, am I, you know, am I a lesbian? But I still like guys. You don't know about bisexual because the only thing that in Hungary you could, you would know is that there are lesbians and gays. People, you know, boys who like boys, girls who like girls. And I was, right. yeah, but I'm, I like both. And I still feel inside that I'm sort of a guy. <laughs> So the whole parkour was um, until basically when I could find information about it in my 20s when I went, well, actually, okay, that makes sense now. Um, but it's a long struggle. And I think the struggle is that um, that's something then when you start writing, it will come out. So a lot of the things, you know, that Jay goes through is is probably the character just taking whatever he could from me, um, even though personality wise I'm more Doug <laughs> mm-hmm. because then all you know all the horsey experiences that um, the horse stuff in the book is a lot um, basically taken from my own life so because I'm a horse person big time um, mm-hmm. and so a lot of things that that Doug is going through with the horses in the book is is drawn from my own, own life and then 
those scenes are very emotional, even for me when I had to write it, because I said, okay, this actually happened. And the, the readers will never know, but this happened in real life, you know, um, not totally as it is in the book, but um, a lot of ins- stuff that I, I could just write that pain out um, in, in certain parts of the book, which were really good. I mean, it sounded like a personal book. It is I mean, a personal, yeah, it in is. In many I, ways. Yeah. Like, I that's. I think that's what I felt. Like, yeah. I felt like it was it written in many ways, like a very personal, passionate project. Uh, it is. And, it, and it's, I, I always say, you know, I love all my books, um, uh, but Fall is the book of, of the, it's the book of the heart. It's the book that I wrote, basically just wrote out everything that, that, the characters were saying and, and playing and I'm I was riding along this thing and 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 a lot of things I think seeped in without me conscious so I don't write in a way that I sit down and I say this is today's scenes that I need to write because I don't plan right but then I get to a scene which which somehow draws on on my personal experience and and the characters will just play it in a way and I'm like okay so this this is gonna be really painful to write but I will still write it so a lot of people, um, for example, really um, uh, praised me a lot on, on Aaron, who is um, Jake's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could write Aaron because I'm, you know, I, I was in a in a narcissist. I was with a narcissistic man before and it was it was hell. But um, I said, OK, this is this guy is is a complete narcissist. But I know I know you because I've been with you, you know, so. So Aaron is true because I know I know a real life one. I lived with one and all the, you know, the manipulation, the the gaslighting, the whatever he's doing. And that pe- people were like, oh, he's a really good antagonist. He's really real. And I'm like, well, he is real <laughs> in a way, you know. So, yeah, a lot of things in fall are 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 sort of inspired from real life or maybe you know subconsciously made their way into the book and then when i re- reread it first time i went well yeah okay this is a lot about everything that was contained in 20 whatever odd years or 30 years mm. but i felt that like from the father mm. oh my gosh i felt that i actually had to stop i had to mm. stop reading for just oh, like okay. like i take a pause because mm. i had like such intense emotions from what oh, the father was doing um, mm. because I felt it in my chest. Like it wasn't anxiety. It was intense anger. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was intense anger and I had no one to hit or slap mm. or it was just like, well, Oh my gosh. I was like, <gasps> a lot of, readers, I hate, yeah. I hate this man. Mm. Yeah, a lot of readers who, you know, who who just got back to me were, were the same like you, like this intense hate and, and just yeah. always and, and of well, let's not spoil the thing, but um yeah, and, and Yeah, we're not gonna of, say what no, we're happened, not gonna say anything. But, but um, very intense emotions. A lot of readers were, were, you know, very angry at, at Aaron and I was like, Oh good, because you're supposed to be angry. <laughs> yes, very, very um, and you know, as you know, I, you know, I grew up, I grew up bisexual in, in Texas and in Texas mm. is very conservative. Mm. And, you know, my, um, my parents are divorced, but they're both, you know, two of my, <laughs> my dad and my stepmother are Catholic and my mom and my mm. stepfather are Baptist and both, mm. 
mm. as I was growing up were homophobic. Like they mm. both obviously like believed that being gay was bad. I couldn't come out. Mm-hmm. Mm. My mom, and my stepfather were the worst. Um, absolutely the worst. And um, and I've said this on on other episodes. Like I, I couldn't come out. I like felt very trapped. And mm. um, in Texas is just bad in general. Even to this day, is in mm. South Texas. Like Austin is the best. Like the cities are more are definitely liberal, like more liberal. You can, there's areas that, you know, people feel like they're, they're safe, but in the yeah. rural areas, there's definitely a lot of discrimination mm. and um, prejudice and hate speech. And, um, you know, I, I definitely don't feel safe being out in the rural mm. areas. Mm. Um, and so I, I, I think that, you know, I felt so much I guess kinship mm. would be the word with Jake. Mm. I think I felt, I felt that like that not being safe coming out mm. and like, but falling in love. And, mm. and, you know, I felt that mm. in a lot of ways. Um, I did. I, I felt mm. that. And, and I like, I, I could understand that fear mm. and that feeling yeah. trapped. I, mm. I really did. And and th- that controlling parent. And so I think yeah. that that's, that's, that was my reaction to the book. And I think that's why, like, it really hit home to me. It's um, this con- in so many ways. <clears throat> the controlling parent is, un- I mean, unfortunately, you know, in, during my career, um, as I was um, working in schools, I had to meet these type of controlling parents. So Aaron is a, is a mosaic of, of, of a lot of people, you know starting with my ex, but other people I knew who had this kind of personality plus the parent. And um, this, this, you will do be this because I paid for your private school and so on. I heard this so many times because I work in private international schools and we had, you know, parent night and before kids could choose their, their last two years um, before they they finish high school, they could choose like specialty, you know, and, and these were twin girls, and one of them, and the, the parents were doctors. And uh, I had this conversation with the dad, and I said, you know, your girl wants to be, uh, wants to be, I think she wanted to be, you know, an artist, sculptor, or whatever. And he went, oh, no, we're doctors, and she's going to be a doctor. So in Hungary, there is this tradition, you know, that whatever your father is, it, it was before, but it is old-fashioned now. Uh, and, but this guy was adamant, you know, he's like, oh, she doesn't get, to, she was 16. She doesn't get to choose. She's a doctor. I'm like, what? So, you know, this kind of, um, oh, well, you know, the, the kid has nothing to say because I pay for for the school. Therefore, she will do whatever I still tell her to do. And um, she was devastated, but she had no choice. So she ended up in medical school. So there was a lot of things that I said, okay, well, actually, all these people I know they, they they can they they can become this super villain yeah who is an ordinary guy I mean you know he's just not very influential rich but these people live among us and I think that's very that that's one of the things that that make um this antagonist very powerful is that they're everywhere <laughs> and they're ordinary people you know he's not he's not having any superpowers and he's not um he's not evil evil he's just um it's just this ordinary scumbag, mm-hmm. but their world is full of them. So, so, you know, I, I said, well, 
you you look you look around you can find people like Jake's dad easy you know so yeah no I mean it's very common mm. it's it's unfortunate but very common yeah yeah I mean yeah. it's and and you know I mean I I wish that the world wasn't like that I wish that <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean if I could change the world I would um but you know that's just yeah it is not easy i mean for some of us it's definitely not you know it, there is no freedom still to be to exactly. be out and about and say um well I, you know i'm i'm queer and i'm going to proudly you know show it off um i i know for a fact that i i can't put out even if i wanted to putting out a rainbow flag on my house but right. that that's just in a conservative village in this country is going to earn me like no. i'm not sure what but there's there's no you know when we have right wing politicians taking off flags from from associations you know windows or it's just not possible and it, and right. it's very difficult i think some some people think or have this conception in their in their own little bubble if they live in a place which is very free that uh, oh this doesn't exist anymore nowadays, you know, being bashed because you're queer and, 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 and not being able to be out, but it's not true because there are parts of the world and, and, and countries like this one where in a certain position or in a certain job or in a certain, you know, place, you can't be out. You cannot because it's dangerous. Yes. And, and many places, Hungary, Russia, China. Yeah, yeah. All the all these places are are a lot I mean, of places. You some people choose to be out, but they also you know go that goes with a certain type of of, of danger uh, to say okay if I would be single and I wouldn't have you know kids and I wouldn't have a a job where I also have to sort of present and represent and 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 um, be visible. I would say probably, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be out and then people can whack my face in if I walk around and I'm openly, you know, queer. Uh, but there's too much at stake now. So I can't afford it in a way. Um, but I'm out in the writing world, you know, so it's been liberating for me to to be in a community on Twitter where I've, I more or less feel safe and I, you know, I can express myself with my writing um, and then who knows, maybe one day I can put my face on it. I mean, I would like to, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I would need to sell a lot of books and, and ditch my day job to do that, probably. And and that would be really great one day. Yeah, but right now, know. in Hungary, there's there's a loss of rights when you come out. Yeah, yeah. There is. There's a loss of there rights. There is that, too, um, and, and, and the stigma that goes with it. So, exactly. um, and, and as I said, you know... There, there's a lot of uh, at stake at at my workplace too, so it's it's not something that you just go okay to, from tomorrow I'm out um, as a queer person because um, because that that would probably mean that there is a big discussion about how we go forward. Right. So so not that not them not accepting it, but you know there is a PR image to every company. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and we have partners exactly. in countries where being queer is a crime. So so there is there is no it, it is not possible. Um so yeah, um and you know, until people consider erotic literature also on sort of the taboo side of things, you you, you just can't mix the two up, which is 
I mean, it's fine, you know, I, I'm still, I am who I am, <laughs> even with the two names. Um, and, and my pen name has sort of, you know, this, emo I have this emotional connection with my pen name. So, so it's, it's fine. Um, yeah. And this is going to be like this until I become sort of a multimillionaire with my books and I can do <laughs> out, out and proud and not care about anybody, you know, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I gave myself sort of 20 years. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. You yeah. want to talk about your um your your current works in production? Sure, sure, sure. We can. <laughs> um, so as I said, you know, I have a lot of works which are more or less ready. Um, like I have finished them, but um, those are our our first draft, so they need. I spend a lot of time and I spent ages publishing folks. I, you know, I, I finished it 2019, 20, like this, and then published it in a year later. So there's always a a lot going on and I'm always a bit procrastinator when it comes to publishing. So there are a couple of works which are sort of in the ready phase uh, or, you know, in the final stages of editing, but because of of how the beta reading worked out the romans are going to come out next so so that wasn't supposed okay. to be the next one but um the beta readers on this project finished first <laughs> okay sounds, sounds great um so um i don't so i don't publish in chronological order that that's that i said already and the romans um to the story statination rome this is one of the the first books that I started writing when I when I started writing and it was it was quite funny because I said I had this vision of um of this um Roman uh patrician man at the, at the at, at a party you know and mm -hmm. some the, his host brings in a, a a slave uh and I'm like okay this is a scene I'm going to write a short story about this encounter you know um between this guy and the other one um and so I start typing away the short story <laughs> and the short story starts growing and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to stop now because they keep playing, you know? Um, <laughs> and, and, and so chapter two, chapter, so I write uh, every chapter in a different document. So, you know, I had my little folder written. It, it literally says in the very first draft, short one, short two, short three, <laughs> short 19. And when it, I typed short 19, I said, okay, this is a book now, um, but they still won't shut up. So I'm going to start another book. <laughs> yeah, they just weren't done. Yeah. And then, so I wasn't done with, with the short one, which became a book um, with 19 chapters. And then I started, I just continued the story between all the other works I, I and, and writing fall. And um, that one's, sort of grew into a book even bigger than the other one um and then I said okay so I finished Wait, it's, it's longer than fall no no so <laughs> this is very interesting because people are you know when they looked at fall they went oh my god 500 and whatever pages of of mm romance what is this because <laughs> that's not genre convention right uh, I had no idea honestly no idea what genre, genre convention was although you know I'm a literature teacher and I, I, but I wasn't into this. You have to write 80,000 K otherwise it's, it's this. And if you're, it's not 80,000, then it's this. So I just wrote 156 K. <laughs> so, 
it's not genre convention. I'm still going to publish it and it's going to be a brick. And um, that's what it is. And so people are either, you know, happy to see that it's so long or totally discouraged and won't even pick it up. And that's perfectly fine. Because I had these comments when I said how long it is. You're never going to be able to sell it. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, but I'm not going to make it shorter and I'm not going to make it into two books either because this is a story. So the romance uh, started <laughs> like like a mega book, right? But when when I went into book, which is now called book two. I, <laughs> I'm giggling at this. There is book we keep three. going. <laughs> um, I said I can't. I can't put this together with book one because then it's it's big, right? It's very big. Right, um, right. So I have to do book two is bigger than book one, but it's three hundred and odd pages, and the other one is around two hundred. So actually, these are not. I, I never wrote a book as big as full, but maybe my my fantasy romance is as big, but it's not put together yet. So it's in separate chapters. I always put it, I don't count words. I always put it together at the end. So it's always a surprise to me, the word count. The other thing I'm not tracking is word count because it's as many words as you need and I can't be right uh, stressed by a word counter. That's no. going to happen. Well, so, I do have a comment on this. Mm. I do have a comment on Lee because mm. I think it's really, really important for people because mm. they're not like, oh my gosh, I can't read such a long book. Yeah. Fall needed to be that long. Mm. And I think, and if if the Romans need to be that long, then it, it needs to be that long. And the reason why books need to be that long, unless someone just is like kind of just rambling, is because the story has to tell itself, mm-hmm. and the characters have to develop. And Fall actually had to be that long. There is an issue with the reviews, like some people like, oh my gosh, it's so long, and then they couldn't finish it mm-hmm. because they they were impatient. Mm-hmm. Um. They were impatient people. <laughs> yeah. And and I was like, I was very annoyed. And so and there was not a point in reading that book that I actually wanted to stop. I was actually mm-hmm. impatient to finish it because I wanted to know what happened. <laughs> and there were a few long nights there that I was up till, you know, I talked to you about <laughs> not oh, wow. staying up. I did stay up till 4 a.m. one night and I still had like, you know, hours left in the book yes. I think it was the first night and I still had seven hours left in the book oh. and I was like I'm not gonna fish this and I have to get up in three hours <laughs> <laughs> I know that, that is and, awesome yeah it's yeah awesome so just letting you know yeah <laughs> I did do that to myself and I'm like I'm and I read like I said I read pretty fast even if I'm not speed reading mm. and I'm like I'm not finishing this book yeah and so, so if this book has to be that long, I'm trusting yeah. that with your storytelling ability, it needs to be that long. It is. I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't control this because I write as long as the characters are playing, right? right. So there are books that are going to be shorter than, that are going to be genre convention. Hello, there's good news, right? Because mm-hmm. the story is, is done. There's no nothing else, you know, to add, nothing else to to um to, to put there and I, I know you know a, a lot of people will say well actually um I'm gonna go through my my VIP and and cut cut things out and I I, I that is making my heart beat because I don't cut I add things you know and and if anything I will rewrite if I rewrite anything then I'm going to add more words um I rare I don't cut. I I will probably if I take a piece out, there's going to be something else 
but it's never the story. It's going to be, you know, rewording, um, changing a pronoun, whatever. And, and I have heart palpitations where people say, so I'm going to cut this up because of the word count, or I'm going to cut this up because people are never going to want this extra whatever scene, you know, whether it's a sex scene, whether it's not. Um, but I don't cons construct my work, so I don't plan them, you know, I don't write a plan and I don't plot it out so I, I I have no clue what's going to happen and and when I write so I, I go with the characters and and sort of at one point there is this what I call the pencil click when you are in this fog in front of you and and then all of a sudden it clears out and you see the end and and that's when you know okay I I know the end now I still really don't know how they're going to get there if it's very it's if it's still far from the end but at least there is some sort of light there you know? um and and so when I'm done then I put it together whenever and then I count the words and that's when I realize okay this is going to be 95 93 98 and the other one was 150 and and that's it that's that's what the story needs I also like to call my works director director's cut because obviously a director's cut is always better than than what you see in the movies, right? But they have to cut it out because somebody said a producer or whomever, um, you cut this out because it's not going to work. There is not enough time for this. Nobody's going to sit for four and a half hours watching this movie if, if you have all the scenes in. But when you get it after and you have all these special editions, and you watch the director's cut, it's always better, right? Mm -hmm. There are things missing. So I don't right. cut. And and I know people are going to say, well, this is, you know, it's then you're not tightening up your work or whatever that means. Um, but I, I, I don't, because I tried, I honestly tried to look at my works and say, let's see what I can cut. But I, I can't. <laughs> because that that's needed there and i know people are impatient because people are increasingly impatient you know with with this world that is running and with with the all the the, the the stimuli you get with social media all the scrolling the swiping the the you know oh my god i can't even watch a 3 minute tiktok because i need to watch it in 10 seconds right so let's you know if if we if we talk about one type of social media where you, you are doom scrolling or and that's then you know you have a book such as Paul which is big uh yeah there there must be some sort of anxiety there looking at the page count and say it's no way I'm gonna read this thing it's it's huge and I mean I understand that but it's not gonna be smaller so um it was interesting because um some of the um the feedback was uh I didn't like this, but I'm going to read the next one. <laughs> so, and I, I'm always holding my head because I'm like, I'm not going to change the way I write, you know, the way I tell my stories. So if if, if there is an expectation that I, I took on board all these wonderful advice that I got and I'm going to change anything based on it, it's not going to happen, right? I listen to a lot of people who are, giving feedback on my work, my beta readers, my, you know, critic readers, whatever. Um, but, um, that doesn't fundamentally change the way I write and the way, you know, my books are written. Um, and 
there's a fair amount of them now and and it's pretty clear that um that it's not going to change so <laughs> i apologize for everybody who wants to read my second book and didn't like fall but you're not gonna like the second book <laughs> you're not gonna like the romance so <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me go back to the romance because um the, the, that is going to be a controversial story anyway because of the topic but uh, so I wrote book book two and, and then they wouldn't shut up. So I started book three. And this is where, you know, I talked about it before that that pulse happened of chapter two, my characters stopped playing. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick this up in a few months, right? It's almost exactly a year when I could pick up the story. And it happened in the middle of summer and I'm sitting on my little porch in my little summer house. And all of a sudden the scene starts again, you know, where I dropped it. And I had done several books by then, which are sitting on my laptop. And I'm like, hold on, are these the romance now <laughs> playing again after a year? So this is how book three was done. And uh, there is a sequel, um, which I didn't expect at all, which is Brewing, um, which is going to be 20 years after the main event. So this is a quite an, an interesting story because these characters just basically sort of won't leave me alone. Um, but again, this is not something I published straight away. So the book one has been ready for three years and book two, two years and book three, I finished it last summer. So I, I take my time. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's going to be a master slave story. So <clears throat> as I said, I'm very, um, understanding about reader preferences, and this is a, not going to book you want to pick up if you are not into that type of dynamic. But what I have to say about it is that it is set in ancient Rome, right? So um, it's a time and place which we more or less know. I did a lot of research on on ancient Rome because that's one of my passion. You know, one of my passions is to to know about ancient Rome. Um, but it's not going to be a historical fiction. So, you know, I have to put this kind of... Um, of caveat out to people that this is not a historically accurate fiction. I'm not interested in taking an emperor and looking at what happened under that emperor and going with, you know, real life people in my book. So this is completely fictional. It is loosely set under, um, you know, Trajan's reign. Um, but um, the emperor is fictitious. Everybody else is. So it's just to, you know, avoid people picking this up, thinking I wrote a historical fiction, which is, not true. <laughs> I wrote a romance set in a historical setting, if that makes any sense. Um, and it's going to be a very tough story. So, you know, there's going to be content warnings there um, for a lot of things, because there are going to be very tough uh, moments in that story. What is very... Um, um, what I got as a feedback from beta readers... The, Apart the fact that they 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 loved it both of them and they are very different as I said, um, it's um, that it made them cry obviously that there is a lot of uh, psychological and philosophical debate about you know freedom and 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 captivity and who is who is really you know free and who isn't and because Marius is a is uh, my Roman MC is is a you know a patrician, and he's a soldier and he's a general, so he has a lot of, uh, and he's a, the only son of a, of a of a wealthy family. So there's there's a lot of 
of um, obligations for him in, in society, which don't make him free. Whereas Kyle, who is the, the Celtic um, slave, the other MC, who, I mean, I, that is not a spoiler because it's going to, it's, it's in the promo video, who is going to be given to Marius at this party, um, is a slave, but he, he learns, um, he feels free next to Marius, if that makes sense, because he's safe. Uh, despite the fact that Marius is not always a nice man. So, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting story. Uh, and it's set on several years. So you're going to have this evolution of of them falling in love and what this relationship is going to go through with all the obstacles and the adventures and the heartaches and the the, the, the whatever is happening Um and and both of them are going to have a lot of things that are discovered, you know, on on them and why they are here. But for that, you need to survive book one. And um, um, book book one is very tense. It's filled with tension. So if you manage to get through book one, which is sort of darker in a way than book two, then book two is going to give you a lot of things which will then make sense right um and then book three is obviously the the the, the wrap-up of, of the of the story so that is my my that that is my big work as i call it and it's coming out hopefully um i can publish book one in april that's the plan and um then this you know the sequels a month later so hopefully by june by end of june the trilogy will be out um, I don't want people to wait, you know, a lot <laughs> for book two and book three. So that's the plan for now. But as you know, I self-publish and life can get in the way. So those are loose deadlines. <laughs> well, it sounds like you put a lot of effort, a lot of um, a, a, not just effort, but a lot of care into these books. Um, yeah, you were yeah. you were working on them for a while, and yeah. two. Oh, it's always here. Um, I'm so impatient now. Um, <laughs> you, you, you're such a tease. I, I, I want to, I want to read them. Mm. I mean, and I have to wait, and it's just not fair. <laughs> I wonder yeah. how many other people are going to listen to this, and they're going to be like, okay, well, now we just had the author actually talk about these books, and they. <laughs> They tease us, and now we have to. Let I am. I am wait. actually. I am. Yeah, and I'm awfully sorry for it because I usually tend to start sort of advertise, not advertising, but you know, putting stuff out on on Twitter mostly about the books. And I have this um little uh, video going about the book one of the Romans, and and I I sort of already you know shown the cover, uh, which was actually done by this is this is. This is the best story ever about this series, um, because this just shows the the kind of people you can meet on on social media. I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, you know, toxic place," you know, and it can be. But um, this oh, yeah, series, it can be. I, I can I can honestly say I've been sitting on this series forever because first of all, I wanted to get them, you know, really, and I needed beta readers who had the stomach for this, and I I I found them, and I cannot be grateful enough. And then, and then. Um, one of them, uh, who is who is, just, I'm just gonna advertise this guy because he's he's not only 
a great beta reader and, and he's done the covers, but he's also a, a, a great author. So it's Con Blake. <laughs> and Con, if you're listening, I'm just so going to plug you now because what happened was that Con asked for the books to, to beta read them because he was intrigued by the story and he completely um, fell in love with the characters. And, and he said, well, he, he he anyway did some some covers for for indie authors before and and he just said well I'm gonna show you some covers I made and and you like them or you don't you know it's up to you and the covers honestly I I sh- I've shown book one so it's it's out there on on social media so people can have a look at it but all the other two mm-hmm. I I've seen them and it's just um, captures so perfectly the, the the whole atmosphere of the book and the characters that I, I honestly couldn't have found anything, anybody better. Because usually, you know, when you commission for a cover, the, 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 the person won't read your book. And that's fine. Obviously, they can't read every book. And you will get a maybe a you know, nice professional made cover and, 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 and so on. But now I have both. So I have this cover, which is, which is a work of art. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, I, I, and, I, and it's been done by somebody who loves the characters and loves the story. And that just just shows and and it shines through. So I'm I'm honestly really thankful because this this type of of of, um, of, of people just supporting you and helping you made you know this actually ensured that I can publish this trilogy because a lot of of, of the, the the things that were, were holding it back is you know I was trying to find an artist for the cover the the, the ones I was running after were out of my price range like you know it's I, I can't put um thousands of dollars or or even you know several hundred dollars into a cover because it might not seem a lot maybe for somebody you know living in the US but it's it's a month's salary here so. yeah it is it is it is a car so i can't i can't you know i it's whether i'm 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 putting 2000 you know US dollars into my book or buying a used car is the, the choice is quickly made so i couldn't put that kind of money in and then and then I was really frustrated because I said, these books are never going to come out because how, you know, I can't draw the cover <laughs> and whatever I would do myself would, would basically suck. And then of course, Con came to the rescue and I can't be grateful enough. So I, I really, they're going to be really nice um, books to, to either read or hold. And um, a lot of it has to do with the writing uh, community and these, these extraordinary people who, who just clicked. I mean, you know, one of the things as an author for me is is when people talk about your characters as if they 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 were alive. And I think, you know, when you have these discussions and, and people are passionate about them and you and you know, okay, well, actually this is job done here because you know the 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 thing for me, uh, because I write following my characters, is that people click with them, you know, and they think that these could be real people. Um, and they they sort of are because I you know I see them and I hear them in my head they are alive to me um, but to that they are alive to other people is 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 probably the the best feeling ever. Well, you you definitely made them alive. I mean, mm-hmm. they felt alive. Like while I was definitely when I was reading um, Fall, they felt alive to me. Like I was talking about them. As they're alive, so I can't wait to read the Romans because I'm sure that they're going to feel just the same. 
Well, I hope so too. Yeah, it, it is a big project and um, and there's others lined up behind it. So it's good to clarify that those are, things are written because I don't want people to think I'm churning out six books a year. <laughs> that is not happening. Um, and I well, think they take time. They take a lot of time. They take time. And then I like them to sit for a while because um, the Romans, for example, uh, if I had published um book one when I wrote it three years ago right when I was still sort of picking up writing again because I I wrote when I was young in my you know teens and my 20s but I I just those things are gone now and and then I did this big pause because I was busy with work and and I just sort of didn't have this in me that I should be writing at all because I did a lot of academic writing so you know that takes out energy and then I I, I taught creative writing to my students and I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to write. I'm exhausted teaching it. And then one day, you know, you're 40-ish and you go, well, now I want to write because people are, you know, these people are talking in my head. But if I had published a romance straight away, it wouldn't be as good as it's going to be now because now, you know, I went through it several times and I rewrote passages which which are now better because I have more books in my hands or whatever you want to call it the skills are different and the words are different so I like to put the projects aside and then when I'm done and then get back to them and say okay now this needs to change or this needs to be adjusted or this needs to be um, pushed a little bit um, to to make a better shape Um, so yeah I take time um, to publish and it's probably going to be like this um because i'm a master of my own time i never put you know deadlines on myself as an author i have a lot of deadlines as a as a in my day job (laughs) as a manager so i like to keep the creative side not not as a business but flowing a little bit and it doesn't it may it means i'm not making you know a lot of money and that's perfectly fine because that's not the ultimate goal is for now to get the books going and, 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 and build my readership. And then we'll see where it goes. Um, I I am in this privileged position of not having to worry about, do the books make money? But it's always nice if they do, right? So I'm not exactly. saying that um, But I'm not aiming at churning out um, three books a year. And I'm very, you know, an, in admiration of people who can do that. And, and that that is a certain type of author. And that is huge skill. I always tend to sort of go with my own pace and then see where it goes and then put it aside and then come back to it in a year and then maybe it's going to sit a year, maybe just six months. I don't know. It, it it depends. So I definitely don't hurry things. I'm not, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that, okay, this is, I, I typed the end now, so let's just edit it quickly, uh, send it to the betas, get it back, editing, editing, editor, whatever, and then publish because as I said, publishing is always an anxiety issue. So, Well, I think all authors are different. And I also think that you don't write according to a formula. No. And I think, and Uh I think, um, and, and that's something that I'll have to say is, you know, I do read a lot. My Kindle Mm. has thousands of books on it. Mm. Um, thousands, like seriously thousands. I'm not exaggerating. Mm. Um, at all. Like that's how fast I read. 
Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> um, I read that fast. <laughs> That's why when I when my husband noticed I was reading fall like so slowly, mm-hmm. he was like, "You're still reading the same book," and I'm like, "Yes, leave me alone. I'm enjoying this <laughs> book. Like I'm still reading it." He's like, "That's that long." I'm like, "It's long," and I'm reading it slowly. I'm savoring this mm. book. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I I mean, it's not like okay, folks, it's not super long it's not like thousands it's not like thousands and thousands of pages it's just like I seriously was like just sitting with it and pausing and savoring the emotions it's just so good (laughs) it's so good it's like when you have a delicious dish and you just want to like have a spoonful at a time and just sit there and put it in your Mm -hmm. mouth and like just like savor each spoonful and you don't want the dish to end oh like this this is this is this book it's a good book so <laughs> i i can't wait till the till the next the next book yeah. that's how good that's how good fall was like it was a good it was a good book anyways um <laughs> and anyways, i'm sort going... of trying not to blush too hard you know oh <laughs> <laughs> i can't i mean this is one you know I'm very bad at taking I, I like obviously everybody likes receiving compliments but I'm very awkward about it you know I'm just um I, I always when I, whenever somebody says fall is a really great book I'm sitting here is this you know you're talking about my book right because <laughs> I love this story so much you know and then when people give this kind of feedback I'm like always well it, it's ultimately the only goal I have is is that it you know the story touches somebody else's heart and then oh, yeah. or, or, or become a part of or, or people saying well I miss this book from my life kind of thing to be very you know don't want to be too boasting but to me it's more important than selling 100 copies of fall um if it if it just touches one more person it did touch you know more but um but for me that's already great I and it's the same with the other stories so I I sort of dabble into all that's why I say when when um at the beginning, my motto was I'm, I'm writing about guys falling, falling in love in various places and times. And that's exactly what is happening because uh, I, I don't advertise myself as a multi-genre because ultimately I have this one big umbrella genre. Although you can you can say that, you know, in in, um, in the romance, in book two and three, we are we are going onto the queer side and it's not strictly MM, but it's going to be bi and 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 poly. Um, and so my fantasy romance uh, is also going to be polyamorous and, and and bi so I am sort of more into dabbling into into whatever you want to call it queer uh, instead of being strictly MM it's always going to be obviously an MM pairing in there I wrote the ones which are sort of brewing in in uh, finished but brewing for for further you know editing and polishing I have this contemporary romance um, which I shared snippets about on 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 Twitter. I have a vampire novel, <laughs> which is currently with my most enthusiastic beta reader Susan, and she's obviously already totally like she wrote to me that this is like a great book, and it's not a big book, you know, it's it's, it's pretty eighty thousand ish words. Um, I have a Regency romance which is an um, uh, and the fantasy one which is a big one. So they, these these works are already there and then I have a bunch of other works in progress <laughs> which are sitting at various stages of when when did the characters stop playing so I'm into this this big project uh, on Twitter which 
rallies a bunch of authors around, you know, a, a, a world we're building together where monsters um, thrive, like a monster uh-huh. world, if you want. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm like, okay, I said, let's try this challenging myself to build the world with people because I don't build worlds, right? I don't sit down and, and say, this is how the world is going to look like. It's You, you will see the world through the, the, the characters and find it out with the characters. Um, and, um, but I said, let's challenge myself with this. Let's see how, you know, this, this works, but what came out of it is a story I'm writing now and it's supposed to be a short story, but, um, it's going to be a short story for the anthology if it, if it comes out. Um, but I'm, I overwrote it already. So I'm writing monster romance, (laughs) which I never thought I would do. So there's these things surprising me sometimes, you know, I have a crime work in progress, which I said, you know, I'm not a crime writer, but these people just appeared in my head. And I'm um, actually, this is interesting because that was triggered. Uh, this story was triggered by um, a photograph on Instagram, uh, <laughs> which was posted by one of my my um, author colleagues, uh, Dan. And he posted this photo of a, of a toy truck stuck in mud in, you know, near like some swampy area. He takes pictures of, of around the place where he lives. And I said, and, and the scene started in my head of this toy truck being stuck in, 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 in this swamp, the water and a detective kneeling down or, you know, crouching down to this toy truck. And this was the first scene of the crime VIP, which is now at 20, odd chapters <laughs> so this is how I write obviously I, I am inspired by something or by it's you know by something in my head or I see a picture I see a situation and I talk to somebody and it, it will trigger a scene um, which ultimately will end up in a book um, but there's no recipe like you know I do I did do a lot of research for the romans but it doesn't mean that you're gonna have uh, page long descriptions of food and 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 you know uh, wall paintings or whatever or how how the uh, the army looks in 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 their uniform and what do they eat and so on so but it's you're still going to get the the you know the feeling that there's been a lot of research but I'm I'm not going into detailed description of Roman gastronomy even if I know what they ate you know right it's the same well, time one it's it's um you know I do the research as I go or before or after, and um, I read a lot. So there's, you know, that um, um, I still will need to find somebody who goes through it and and um, can read sexy stuff and and crime stuff. I <laughs> think that's why that's why you don't write. Um, you don't produce as quickly is because you don't follow the formula. And not that there's anything wrong with formulas, but I no. think that. But I think that that's why you don't do it is because yeah. you you just write you just follow how the character mm-hmm. you just follow your characters you follow the inspiration and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's no, so and- many different types of writing and there's so mm-hmm. many different great books out there. Like I've read mm-hmm. so many great books that do follow the formula and mm-hmm. and and they're amazing and they're mm-hmm. they're unique all on their own. But your books there's no formula to it they're just in and you do have this this older style of writing you have a bit of an uh, omniscient um 
mm. narrator going on um, where you kind of go back and forth between all the characters mm. and and people and you're right like with fall and I don't know if you do that with the Romans but with fall you did you did that and people who aren't used to it they didn't mm -hmm. oh, they, they didn't quite yeah. catch on I, I do I do I mean there's no change in the way I write there is an evolution mm -hmm. of course because the more yeah. you know, the more you write the the, the the easier it is to catch up on your own mistakes right because I'm I it's far from perfect I I, I know my flaws <laughs> really well and I know how to uh, I sort of know how to you know correct them um, and sometimes so sometimes I have to really go through it again and again because I write when when the scenes are coming right so I am sort of in a zone. I have to write really fast and, and get it, it down because then it's going to disappear. And um, the characters, um, they play. And so I scribe down what they're doing and what they're saying. And when it's a dialogue, obviously, it's very fast because they are talking and I need to write it down. Um, and sometimes um, that needs fixing because uh, how did uh, some one of my readers said... It, it shows on that you you have these ideas and and you have these scenes coming and you you know what you're writing about you know what's happening but the reader might not right so there's a lot of things which I then post production I will ch not change but you know change a little bit the way I wrote it down maybe you know expand the sentence maybe but there's a lot of things which um which are fine the way they are maybe you know. And and a lot of of people are not going to be used to to um, to to this kind of of style because it's not maybe common anymore. Uh, I am certainly absolutely not going to stop um, writing the omni POV, the third person, the past tense, and the head hopping. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the people yeah. who like head hopping and who are into the omni third person. As you know, you probably wrote, uh, read some of these reviews, which which said they love the book and and they like the the, the head hopping. So this is not going to change in the romance, and if if anything, it's maybe even you know cruder than in fall because I wrote that before fall, uh, at least book one. And um, but this is how I write because this is how you know the movie is in my head. So I can't give somebody a chapter and then give another guy the chapter because the emotions happen there and just as in a movie you will see the two people and and and, and hear them talk that's going to be the same in in the book and I know maybe sometimes it's difficult to follow um I had that kind of feedback from from another reader at the beginning that oh I had to go back and because I got lost and then other readers said well I enjoyed it and I I had no issues with but but that's that's what writing is about. My books are not going to be for everybody, and mm -hmm. that's perfectly fine. I am very happy if if uh, I only get a niche audience. You know, if if I only have readers who are who are who who loved fall and who are there for the next book, and and that's why I said you know if if you didn't like fall, uh, you're not gonna like the romance uh, even less so because Marius uh, is not. Uh, <laughs> A nice guy. <laughs> he's not Doug, you know, and yeah. um, and Kyle is not Jake because uh, you know he's going through a lot of of horrible stuff, and 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 so did you know so did both of them did actually. You will find it out as you read it. 
these people who appear in my head, they're not perfect. There are flaws, really bad ones sometimes, uh, which are redeemable or not. That's going to be up to the reader to, to decide. But um, um, two flawed, you know, person people with a lot of baggage can still be good for each other. And that's that's what the Romans are really about, is that you have two very, you know, damaged, differently damaged main characters with very different personalities uh, who can still find, you know, love together and go through a lot of stuff. <laughs> These poor guys are going to go through a lot of stuff. And 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 be there for each other. So I, uh, m most of my characters, my main characters at least, have some sort of of, of issues, which which is part of them. And right. there is no there is no fixing the other one because that that doesn't exist, right? But there is the acceptance exactly. of the other one and the 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 acknowledgement that this is the person I chose, and and. And this is the person I'm going to stick with, with all the horrible things he is, or, or all the horrible things he does. But it, there is also, you know, I, I will, you know, say say there there is a bit of an unhealthy relationship, a bit of codependence, you know, a bit of of uh, of everything in in that kind of story. Not just because of of the dynamic between uh, the, the master slave relationship, um, but it there is also all the other things which make the master-slave relationship a totally secondary part of that story because there is a lot more horrible stuff in the background than just this oh, yeah. kind of dynamic. Um, and as I said, you know, this story is a lot of, uh, of, of reflections about what is real, who is really free, what is real freedom. And, and um, it, is, it is a big adventure and a, and a, and a big trilogy. And I'm I'm very curious to see how it's you know received because it's it's very different from fall, even though it's my style and you will have the as I call you know my my works the part of the maxim verse. <laughs> you are going to have to to have these aspects of the maxim verse, which which are trademarks of of my stories, sort of. Um, but it's not going to be the same story as fall because it's completely different. That's what it sounds like, but it just, yeah. it just, it does sound so enticing and mm. I'm so excited and I hope the listeners are too. And I hope that they <laughs> read full um, because it is out and it is on Amazon and yeah. it is on Kindle yes. and I hope that you get it soon and <laughs> read it Thanks. and stay up all night reading it because I did. Um, and then I worked and then immediately read it the nice night. And <laughs> then I read it the next night until I finished it. And then I dreamt about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I did dream about it. And then I'm contemplating rereading it again. <laughs> so, like, I love that book. I, I think do. I can't ask for anything more. I mean, honestly. I I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I do, I am. I'm a huge fan. I absolutely love it. We're actually out of time. Um, but I I think that this has been amazing. I we've talked for a while, and I I yeah. really enjoyed it. And I think the audience um will too. Um, but before we go, I do want to make sure I get the um the contact information right for the audience. So, mm -hmm. um, for Twitter. Mm -hmm. 
It's um, at Maxine Jazz. Yes, and it's the yeah, it's the same for Instagram and same for TikTok. So, so it's very easy. <laughs> yeah. So just M A X I M E J A V. Yes, all together. And then um, you're going to give your email as well. Yeah, I mean the email is very easy because it's the it's the name Maxim dot Jazz. <laughs> there is a dot yeah between Maxim and Jazz uh, at Outlook dot com. Okay, so that's everything. So. Um, yeah that's that's everything yeah okay so it sounds like Maxime's open to um feedback to contacting them so feel free to do it um and um Maxime it's been so wonderful to have you on the pod and you've been amazing you've been absolutely wonderful um thank you so much for for being on well Thank you for having me. I I had a great time and thank you for loving fall. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. I cannot wait. I'm going, I, I might pre-order it. Um, it. I'll either pre-order it or I'll get the first book as soon as it's out. I'm going to be watching it. I'll put it on my wish list. Um, but <laughs> okay. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Yes. Thank you for listening to Hello Wonderful. You can leave us a rating and review on your podcast app. We're totally grateful and totally welcome you as a patron on Patreon. We have tons of goodies for you. Otherwise, we will see you next time.